Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. We're going to talk about uh, something that I did a long time ago on Vitality Radio. It's probably been well over a year now. And it was a uh, an idea I had that one of the challenges when you're trying to get healthier is that you want to do everything at once. At least if you're like me, you want to like just tackle everything. And we know from psychology, uh, it's been proven that tackling everything at once is an impossibility. That's not the way that we're wired. We have to kind of take steps. And so I wanted to uh, help you with that. And I started doing simple changes that you could make small things. Uh, one of the first things I did, maybe the first thing I recommended was lip balm, uh, switching to a natural lip balm, getting rid of the petrochemicals. And I explained why that was important. Well, today I'm going to reintroduce that segment. We're going to do it on a regular basis. It won't be weekly, but probably at least once or twice a month. I'll give you a simple change, explain why you want to change and what you can change to. And in most cases, this will be based on personal experience. Today, we'll talk about deodorant and uh, what you can do about that and why it's an issue and why you want to be concerned about deodorant and antiperspirant if you are not already. And we'll talk about some things in that category that's that are really cool because I've talked about it before, but just recently I found one that is truly awesome. And in fact, a couple of them that I really, really like, I've brought them into Vitality. I'll be talking about that and why they're better and why uh, you would want to make the switch from your degree or uh, right guard or whatever. And uh, anyway, we'll get into that. We're going to get into a bunch of stuff today. We're going to talk about breast cancer prevention and something that uh, a new study that has confirmed some old data that we already knew about uh, having to do with birth control. We're going to talk about something called xenoestrogens and estrogen dominance. We're going to talk about a bunch of really cool stuff today, stuff that you probably don't hear about much. And if you have heard much about it, uh, you're either one of these people who's digging around a lot online or listening to shows like mine where we talk about some of the stuff that Simply nobody else talks about. You just don't hear about much in the mainstream media. But we'll start with uh, oh something very interesting from NBCNews.com. And that is the topic of my morning rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Birth control pills still raise breast cancer risk. That's the title of the article by Maggie Fox and NBCNews.com. You know, I uh, sometimes pick on Maggie a little bit, but I oftentimes use her articles because there's a lot of good information in them. And this one has some great information with 
a funny little quote at the end that I may poke a little bit of fun at. But here is the gist of the article. According to Maggie, even newer lower dose birth control pills raise a woman's risk of breast cancer, although the actual danger is quote unquote quite small. Researchers reported uh, that uh, there is still an enhanced danger. Hormone infused devices such as vaginal rings, implants and some IUDs also appear to raise the risk. Now, this was not originally considered to be a problem. Most of the problems were associated with oral contraceptives, but now they're saying even the implants, IUDs, things like that can create a very similar risk. It's a disappointment to doctors who had hoped that lower doses of hormones in both oral and non-pill contraceptives might be safer than older birth control pills. But they stress there's no need for most women to abandon birth control pills for fear of breast cancer. And so that's the the uh, takeaway, I think, that they want to give you from the article. And yet there seems to be plenty of concern that uh, people should actually have. The study was done in Denmark, where every resident is on a register of medical visits and drug purchases. So they're tracking people very carefully in Denmark when it comes to medicine. The researchers tracked nearly 1.8 million women starting in 1995. So this is not a small study. It was done over an, a significant amount of time and compared those who purchased birth control methods with women who developed breast cancer. Overall, the use of any hormone-based contraceptive for five years or more, raised a woman's risk of breast cancer by 20%. Lena Morch of the University of Copenhagen and colleagues reported in the New England Journal of Medicine. The risk of breast cancer ranged from 9% increase among women who use birth control for just a year or less, a 9% increase in less than a year, that's crazy, and up to 38% greater risk for more than 10 years. Now, if you think about birth control, oftentimes a woman will be on it for 10, 15, even more years, depending on you know their situation, why they're on it. And we're going to go into detail as to why someone might use birth control uh, for reasons other than uh, preventing pregnancy as well. And, and, and if there are alternatives that you may want to consider. But the uh, but those risk numbers are pretty high, right? 20 percent increased risk if it's five years or more, 38 percent increase. 10 years or more, 9% in just one year. So that first year is a big deal and uh, something to potentially be concerned about. Now, breast cancer is the second biggest cancer killer of American women after lung cancer. The American Society, our Cancer Society says every year it's diagnosed in 200,000 women and a few men and kills around 40,000. Unfortunately, this was, um, this these numbers are, um, I don't know. These 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 risk percentages are not talked about enough, not just in in uh, contraceptive contraception, sorry, but in other things, too. You know, we have the Susan G. Komen Foundation. We have all these different people, the American Cancer Society. And there's all this stuff about early detection, early detection, early detection, early detection. And that's great, except once you've got breast cancer, it kind of stinks, right? It's not something that you ever want to get. And while early detection is good, it's easier to get rid of and you're more likely to survive and all that stuff. I can't disagree with anything there. How about just not getting it in the first place? And why aren't we paying more attention to that? Well, these little articles come and go that say, hey, this might cause breast cancer or that might cause breast cancer. And yet they say, well, it's only, you know, a, a one or a 20 percent increased risk. And relatively, that's not that's small because only about 12 women only have about a 12 percent increased risk. 
sorry, a 12% average risk in their lifetime anyway. So the numbers actually, depending on how you look at them statistically, can be high, low. But regardless, it's an increased risk. It's an enhanced risk. And what I want to try and get across to you in today's show, I'm going to go into a lot of detail, is that these risks pile up, right? So if you have risk because of you know, family history or genetics, there's a, a much bigger concern, right? But even if you don't have those risks, what about the other things that we're doing to create possible cancers? In particular, we'll focus on breast cancer, but we'll also be talking about men's health and prostate cancer here in a moment as well. So what did the rest of the study say? Basically that uh, there are uh, other options of birth control that do not create enhanced risk. There are IUDs, for instance, uh, that do not employ hormones uh, and, uh, of course, condoms and diaphragms and things like that. So there are other options, but your options are more limited, no doubt, if you're doing birth control for the reasons of uh, actually preventing pregnancy as opposed to the other reasons. Now, I'm going to cut to a break here in a little bit. And when I do, when I come back, I'm going to talk about the other reasons why women use birth control. And this is where you men who are not fathers of daughters that are in the uh, you know birth control age range, because if you're a father in this range, you need to be listening to this for your daughters. If you're a husband, you need to be listening to this for your wives. But I'm also going to talk about how there's increased risk for similar reasons for men. And so you need to be paying attention to this for you as well when I come back from the break. But the last thing I want to leave you with in my rant is very simple. Because it seems like invariably in these articles that I read on NBC News or CNN or Fox News or it doesn't matter, there's always this statement and it's usually a bold statement and it's designed to make people feel better about the choices, choices that they're making when it comes to medicine. And this one really caught me as kind of funny. Dr. Shrazian, uh, who was one of the people who uh, went to or, or looked through this and was quoted in the article, she said that uh, for women of average risk of breast cancer, the concern is not high. And then her quote says this, that it is a very small extra risk don't forget, there is relative risk of death in pregnancy, too. The risk of dying when you're pregnant is probably higher. What, what does that even mean, <laughs> Dr. Shirazian, if I'm saying your name right? Is this a serious statement? Prevent pregnancy, because even though birth control can cause cancer, you are more likely to die in pregnancy than you are to die in can from cancer due to the birth control that you use to prevent the pregnancy. That's great logic, Doc. Anyway, so there's your rant for the day. And this whole day, this whole show is going to be focused around the why. The rant just starts it off. But the why birth control is an issue. I'm going to explain that. We're going to go into detail on if you're using birth control for many of the other various reasons people use it, as opposed to just preventing pregnancy, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about alternatives to that. And we're going to talk about something that I talk about relatively often on Vitality Radio, but I've never dedicated an entire show to it. And I thought it was about time. We're going to talk about this estrogen dominance thing. And that's why birth control is a problem, but it's also a huge problem in men. Men put don't generally think about estrogen as an issue. I'm going to talk about some of the things that I've discovered that are a big, big deal that everybody, particularly teenagers and up, need to be concerned about when it comes to xenoestrogens, estrogen dominance, 
prostate cancer, breast cancer, so on and so forth. So that's what we'll discuss when we come back. You're listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blog or online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns, naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662, that's 801-292-6662, or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com, that's info at vitalityradiopod.com. All righty, welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. My name is Jared St. Clair. And of course, it's good to be with you once again on Vitality Radio. If you are a fan of the show, you like what you hear, go tell somebody. We need to get the word out about this show and the content that we discuss here today. A pretty serious topic as we talk about cancer and the prevention of cancer particularly breast cancer, which has touched a lot of our lives uh, here in America. 200,000 people diagnosed with it each year in this country alone. So it is a big deal. And uh, we're going to continue to talk about birth control. We're going to continue to talk about estrogen dominance and a variety of other things. Now, before the break, we talked about this thing where birth control creates these uh, issues uh, with cancer, specifically breast cancer. And uh, I shouldn't say creates, but basically enhances your risk, increases your risk by about 20% if you've been on it five years, about 9% if you've been on it a year or even less. And if you've been on it 10 or more, it can be as high as 38%. Those are not small numbers and definitely numbers that should be uh, paid attention to. So the question is, if you are a woman uh, or the parent of a a young woman who is using birth control and not using it, especially for the prevention of pregnancy, but for one of the many other reasons women use birth control, are there alternatives that work well that can actually help? And the answer is absolutely yes. So what are the reasons that a woman might use birth control other than preventing a pregnancy. How about PCOS? If you don't have it, uh, you don't know what that means. And if you do have it, you absolutely know what it means. Uh, Endometriosis, uh, a a lack of periods or extremely heavy periods, menstrual cramping, significant PMS uh, that uh, is, uh, you know, so much that over the counter things don't help or don't help enough, that kind of stuff. Um, Acne is even a reason why they'll put people on birth control. These are all reasons that people 
people get put on birth control, but if birth control enhances your risk of cancer and also creates a lot of other unhappy side effects for a lot of women, then what other options do we have? And this leads me to my primary topic of the day, and that is this whole xenoestrogen thing. So why, first let's examine why does estrogen, or sorry, 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 why does birth control create issues uh, with a higher risk of cancer? And the answer is because you're putting synthetic estrogens and sometimes synthetic progesterone into the body, depending on the type of birth control. And these synthetic estrogens are also known as xenoestrogens. All that xeno means is it's foreign. You've heard Donald Trump is a xenophobe. He's scared of foreigners. Well, we should be scared of foreign estrogens because they don't belong inside our borders. Okay. So uh, to, to you know, borrow a little politico there. But uh, the point is, these things come from outside our bodies. They are not actually estrogens and they don't belong in our body, but they will bind to the receptors where estrogens bind. Also the same receptors where progesterone, testosterone bind, and that confuses the human endocrine system and can create a tremendous amount of problems in both men and women. This is a big deal because I'll tell you that I've worked at Vitality Nutrition since I was seven. And I've been talking about this kind of stuff since I was a teenager with people back when people thought that I was far too young to understand what menopause was or anything else. But I kind of knew because I was dealing with it on a more regular basis than most teenagers do. Right. And uh, also just a quick word of warning. I'm not going to get particularly graphic, but I will be talking about sexual health here a little bit today. So if there's uh, anything that you don't want someone to hear uh, or you're concerned about it, there will be a few things that will be coming up. Uh, So just a little uh, forewarning there. Nothing too graphic, like I said. But uh, the point is with the xenoestrogens, they come from all over. When it comes to birth control, we are putting them into our bodies directly. But it's estimated that 70% of the xenoestrogens that we come in contact with, we can actually prevent coming in contact with. These are choices we make. Birth control, body care products, drinking out of plastic bottles, storing our our, our food in plastics, and so on and so forth. But about 30%, we have no choice. Uh, Air pollution. Uh, going into a public restroom and smelling the air fresheners or uh, using their antibacterial soap or any of these other things that are all contain xenoestrogens. They are everywhere. They're ubiquitous. There's something called triclosan, for instance. Triclosan is found in 93% of American breast milk. 93%. Well, triclosan comes in antibacterial soaps, antibacterial wipes, and a variety of other places. And uh, it ought to be banned. And they're even considering banning it because it's, it's, it's of such high concern. It's found in the groundwater uh, throughout America, and it creates issues because it is a xenoestrogen. Some of these things are actually finding their way into the waterways and turning male frogs into females that can actually produce viable eggs. Does that at all sound like a little scary, a little sci-fi? Male frogs turning into female frogs and actually producing viable eggs because the level of estrogens have literally converted them from one sex to another crazy stuff if you think about it. Right. So we have to be cautious with these things. So the first thing we'll talk about is 
aside from the things that are real heavy, like, uh, you know, we're not we're not currently finding men that are turning into women due to xenoestrogens. Uh, we have uh, there's a lot of talk about that kind of stuff in the news right now, uh, but uh, that's not what we're talking about. And so oftentimes, I think as humans, we sort of dismiss the stuff that's real heavy and big like that. Because we think, wow, it's not going to happen to me. I'm not going to get breast cancer because I use antibacterial soap and I'm not going to get prostate cancer because I use aftershave. But as I said before the break, there's this stacking that occurs, right, where we have one risk on top of another risk on top of another risk. And over time, those risks get big because prostate cancer, cancer, which is primarily believed to be an estrogen dominant cancer, an estrogen fed cancer, is happening to 50 percent of Americans now, if you live long enough. 50% of American men, it's the number one form of cancer. One in seven currently are getting it. But if you live to be 80, your odds are about one in two to get prostate cancer. One out of two. Those are real high odds. So maybe we ought to be paying attention to this, right? But how about some of the less heavy stuff, the, the more basic stuff that estrogen dominance can create. Because in this article that I referenced in the uh, opening segment, I talked about during the rant that, well, sorry, I didn't actually go into it, but there was this big thing about how, well, birth control doesn't really cause, you know, any big side effects in the vast majority of women, blah, blah, blah. Well, does, really? Because I really I hate the dismissal that happens with that stuff. Well, it doesn't cause side. Okay, so let's just say this. You take a birth control pill and you feel normal. No side effect, right? Maybe you take a birth control pill for a month or a year. Well, there's your first side effect is that a year you've increased your your risk by 9% of cancer. Well, that doesn't feel like a side effect. You're not feeling that, right? But then you have a 9% increase in breast cancer. Well, that's a side effect, right? What about the, the other things that you may not be noticing or the things that build on top of themselves? I once had a client who couldn't stop having a period for over a year and a half. And uh, we determined that it may be a an estrogen dominance thing. And uh, as we got her body detoxified from estrogens and got hormone balance back in place, guess what happened? They stopped. So maybe these, oh, and by the way, she was on birth control. So maybe these things happen to us over time and we don't realize we're experiencing a side effect of these things. So xenoestrogens, first, let's talk about where they come from. Okay. I'm going to boil this down to the basics because there's too many things that we could mention. I mean, way too many things that we could mention. So instead of going through and mentioning all these different uh, specifics, I'm going to lump it into groups. But if you want specifics, there are ways to find them. First off, you can call us at Vitality, 801-292-6662. You can also go to an awesome website, ewg.org. That's Environmental Working Group, ewg.org. And they actually have a, a, a downloadable PDF. I'll link it on my Facebook page, but a downloadable PDF of the Dirty Dozen Xenoestrogens. And they go into great detail, but in very much layman's terms so it's easy to understand how to avoid these things and it's awesome but i'm going to boil it down even more concise than that environmental chemicals are in my opinion the biggie and they're the one that in many cases can't be avoided and in other cases they can 
um, nearly all kinds of non-natural cosmetics, sun lotions, moisturizers, personal lubricants, shampoo, shaving gels, toothpaste, and even a lot of food additives. We already talked about soap and antibacterial things. These are all sources of these xenoestrogens, okay? What about diet? Diet is huge. Animal products are a major estrogen dominant source. Have you ever seen on dairy cartons uh, or uh, cheese packages or butter packages, a little circle that says RBST free from, from cows that are not, be, not given RBST or RBGH? Well, if you don't see that. You ought not to buy that dairy because that's one of the biggest, baddest. Uh, one of those estrogens is something they give to cows to make them produce milk uh, nonstop. And it's not good. It's a it's a terrible one for um, humans. And we already know. Well, depends on who you ask, but there's enough evidence, in my opinion, that that's another carcinogen, meaning that it can cause or lead to cancer or increased risk. So you want to avoid that. But what about uh, meat? People ask me, well, I can't afford organic. You know, I can't eat all organic. It's too expensive. I get it, man. It can be expensive. There's no doubt about that. And so what do you do if it's too expensive? Well, you have to pick and choose to some degree, right? Well, the EWG.org has some awesome uh, charts. They talk about the dirty dozen vegetables and the clean 15 uh, veggies that are uh, basically you don't necessarily need to buy organic because they don't use many pesticides on them or you can get the peel off and you don't have many pesticides left over. And the, the, those are your clean 15, your dirty dozen are the ones that you probably want to look at organically. But meat, in my opinion, and dairy are the two biggies because in meat and dairy, we have not just the xenoestrogens, but also the antibiotics. 70% of antibiotics produced in this country are given to animals, which are then eventually given to us as we eat those animals or eat their products such as milk and things like that. So it's a big deal. And we need to be cautious. So organic when it comes to meat and milk is a big deal. But herbicides and pesticides are estrogen mimickers or uh, contributors to estrogen dominance, xenoestrogens. And so, again, if we're getting estrogen or uh, herbicides and pesticides, those are big deals. And we know many of those are carcinogenic. And again, we're talking about that stacking effect, right, where the, it just gets worse and worse because we keep upping our odds. So if one thing increases it by 9% and another increases it by 2% and one increases it by 12%, well, by the time we're there, we've got a 100% or 200%, 300% increase if we add enough of these things together. And that's not exaggeration. I mean, look at cancer rates in this country. They're through the roof. It's unbelievable how many people are getting cancer. And every single one of you listening right now, I know you there listening to vitality radio know someone who has or has had cancer and probably love someone who has or has had cancer or you yourself have had it or maybe even currently dealing with it so any of these things when you when you think about that what you want to do to try and prevent cancer should become bigger right because it's a nasty one and it's the big scary c word that everybody wants to stay away from is that cancer and yet we are doing so many things to ourselves that could potentially lead to it okay guys we were talking about birth control let's talk about how this stuff impacts men this is a big deal estrogen dominance in men creates a lot of issues okay uh mental fatigue memory problems an inability to concentrate moodiness irritability emotional hypersensitivity insomnia 
unrelenting physical fatigue, depression, obesity, bone loss, back pain, headaches, and high cholesterol. It's a pretty long list, right? How about sexual side effects? Uh, A loss of libido, an inability to get or maintain erections, low sperm count, infertility, an inability to orgasm, and male breast enlargement. These are all things that can be caused by xenoestrogens, and we're seeing these in younger and younger men. Now, I said that I started working at Vitality when I was a young man, a very young man, and uh, started working with people and what wasn't a thing back then. I'm 45 years old. And you'll remember this if you're in my age range or, or even a little younger, a little older than me. We didn't have drugs for erectile dysfunction like Viagra, Cialis, Levitra. We, we just didn't. And it wasn't anything you ever really heard about. And I was sure people probably didn't talk about it as much back then. We're a little more open with talk about sexuality and things nowadays. But my word, that's a billion, multi-billion dollar industry. It's huge. All those drugs, massive sales. They charge a whole lot of money on a per pill basis. You can't get away from emails uh, and uh, web ads for pharmacies in Mexico and Canada selling them less than you can get them here in the States and so on and so forth. Now you'll see late night TV commercials and everything else. Well, what's the deal? Why is this such a big deal? I believe it is primarily a function of estrogen dominance. There are so many men coming into vitality on a weekly basis now saying, I've got low T, low T, low T. On this very station, 1280, we hear all the time commercials for Universal Men's Clinic and places like that saying, hey, if you've got low T, come in and see us. Well, a lot of men have low T. Why? Because estrogen dominance creates low T in many cases. I've had so many people over the last several years who have actually been getting their blood tested on a regular basis. They come in and they actually flush out excess estrogens, metabolize them and get them out through the liver with natural products and their testosterone levels go up. Not because we added any testosterone. In fact, we didn't do anything to manipulate testosterone. All we did was give them a good estrogen detox, get these chemicals that aren't supposed to be there anyway, that screw everything up in the endocrine system out of there, prevent different types of cancer. Yes, which is awesome. But how about get a little bit of that masculinity back, right? A little more of the drive that comes with testosterone, a little more of the lean muscle that can come with testosterone, a higher metabolism that can come with higher testosterone, better mental, physical energy, focus, better sexual function, and so on and so on and so on. And I've seen it time and time again. So, What are the things that you can do to get these things down? Oh, and by the way, ladies, all of those side effects, with the exception of a couple of the ones that are uniquely male specific, can occur in you as well. All of that stuff that we talked about can occur in a woman just as well as a man because of estrogen dominance. So again, we have the heavy stuff, cancer, right? That's scary, but isn't that one of those things you sort of push off into the background and you don't think that much of, ah, I'm not going to get cancer or whatever, right? But these other things that are day in, day out hindrances in our lives. Our brain doesn't work like it should. We can't burn fat even though we're exercising and and eating correctly. We don't have enough energy to get our stinking yard work done. We're falling asleep at our desk at three o'clock or any of those things happening to you. Well, if they are, you need to be looking at estrogen dominance because I'm telling you 
it's probably part of your problem. If it isn't the problem, it's probably part of your problem. I think it's a huge thing. And I take something on a daily basis to help prevent it. Okay. I'm rambling. I need a longer show. I mean, let's face it, but I'm going to cut to a quick break. When I come back, I'm going to gather my thoughts, make sure I'm not missing anything. And I'm going to talk about a few simple changes you can make in your life to get some of these estrogens out of your life. And I'm also going to talk about getting the estrogen out of your body that shouldn't be there and help you females with better, more effortless, let's say, periods and more balanced menstrual cycles, less menopausal symptoms. And you guys, better sexual function, better performance in the gym, better energy, mental less mental fatigue and so on and so forth. We're going to talk about how to achieve that naturally while at the same time, probably preventing a lot of nasty stuff down the road. When we come back, you're listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. Insurgent Sports Nutrition is a brand new sports supplement company with a unique philosophy, refuse to conform. In the sports nutrition industry, one company starts something and has some success and everyone else tends to follow their lead. What you end up with is a bunch of Me Too products that don't add up to anything special. What you typically see on the market are formulas with all kinds of ingredients that look good on the label, but do very little to advance your training and performance. At Insurgents, our motto is everything you need, nothing you don't. While many brands put the right ingredients in a product, most don't put the right dose. There are clinical trials for a reason to prove not only if an ingredient works, but also how much of that ingredient it takes to provide the desired effect. At Insurgents, we won't add an ingredient to a formula unless we can add the clinically effective dose. Our first formula is our Insurgents pre-workout. Pre-workouts nowadays are a dime a dozen. They even sell them at the big box stores. The vast majority of pre-workouts on the market are overdosed on caffeine and other stimulants and underdosed on the stuff that actually increases your performance. Insurgents pre-workout has all of the most critical ingredients to improve endurance, strength, energy, and without the crash that comes with a mega dose of stimulants. Insurgents pre-workout comes with or without caffeine and has no additional stimulants. If you want a truly effective, hype-free pre-workout that tastes great, is free of artificial colors, and absolutely does the job, refuse to conform and join the insurgents for more information about insurgents pre-workout call vitality nutrition 801-292-6662 that's 801-292-6662 all righty welcome to vitality radio welcome back to vitality radio as i said before the break we were going to talk about this uh, estrogen dominance thing i talked about what it is i talked about uh, where it comes from the things that we need to avoid so these are basically um, uh, non-organic meats and dairy Uh, these are pesticides and herbicides these are which are things that sometimes we spray in our own yard so we got to be cautious about that thing as well Uh, a ton of body care products and i'm going to put a little focus on some things that we can do around the house now to help prevent bringing these things into our into our lives that don't need to be in our lives but first i'm going to talk about the things that we can use to get rid of these things now i've become a huge fan of a couple of products that i absolutely love and and the truth be told they're the same thing same product 
with a men's label and a women's label. One's called Androsense. That's the men's version. One's called Estrosense. That's the women's version. An amazing product. I absolutely love it. I take it every day myself. Even have my my 18-year-old son taking it every day. I think it's an important thing. Get rid of those xenoestrogens that are building up in your system because even if you're doing a lot of things right, you're still getting them from environmental sources. I love Androsense and Estrosense. And if you mention Vitality Radio, when you come into Vitality, we get you 20% off to let you try it. You get a month supply for under 25 bucks and the stuff is really great. It helps to get the liver doing what it's supposed to do and it gets in there and actually metabolizes these things and allows the body to, f- to flush them out through the liver. This is what I was talking about before the break. I've actually seen men increase testosterone levels dramatically just by using this product to get rid of those excess estrogens and allowing their body to do what it's supposed to do anyway. Because remember, estrogen, these xenoestrogens, these foreign estrogens are estrogen mimickers they confuse the body they get in and they confuse the endocrine system they're called endocrine disruptors and the body doesn't know if it's supposed to be producing more it's not receiving signals like it's supposed to a lot of confusion ensues and it creates a lot of issues in both the male and the female body and this is stuff that your teenagers can use, stuff that you ought to be using. I recommend at least a couple of months a year on this product, if not daily, really depending on how clean a living you're actually doing in terms of you know avoiding the, the uh, pesticides, herbicides, chemicals, and so on. Now, let's get into some things that you can do from a chemical uh, standpoint, meaning let's get rid of some chemicals and replace them the thing, with things that actually work, that are natural. I'm going to focus on two, and if I have time, I'll go a little further. I've fallen in love completely with a new deodorant. This is something that's a funny thing to talk about, but it's a big deal because deodorants are nasty. This EWG.org, it's a website I was talking about before the break. They actually rank these things and tell you the ingredients that are in these different things. And I looked up degree, just picked on them because I asked my son, what do you think is the most popular men's deodorant out there? He said, probably degree. Well, I don't know if it is or it isn't. It doesn't really matter that much because most of them are pretty close to the same in terms of chemical makeup. But degree has at least two different things that are a level eight out of 10 in terms of toxicity, meaning they are known carcinogens. They are known estrogen mimickers, and they create estrogen dominance issues and low testosterone and things like that. And it has three or four ingredients. There are fours, okay? So you have ten, eights and fours. Fours are considered moderate risk. Eights are considered high risk. And then a bunch of twos and threes that are you know low risk and even a couple of ones. Well, there's a couple of deodorants that I've been using, really experimenting with. And it was actually my son, Bridger, who turned me on to the one because he said, this is the first one I've ever used that works that's not synthetic junk and he was so excited and it's called think sport think sport is the deodorant and uh, it is really really cool stuff because it's all natural the highest ewg rating of any ingredient is a one compared to an eight or a four or a five and most of them are either ones or zeros so limited if not zero risk and it works it works really really well 
It doesn't irritate the skin. I have the most sensitive armpits in the world. This is me, Jared St. Clair on Vitality Radio saying, I have really sensitive armpits. And whether it's natural or synthetic, most deodorants drive me crazy. This stuff doesn't. Another one that I love is made by Alafia. Alafia has one that's made uh, with a charcoal base of all things, which charcoal we know is very naturally deodorizing. And uh, I've been using that the last couple of days, and I think I like it just as much. So we have a couple of options for you at Vitality. You need to check them out. They're extremely cool and they really work. So if you've been looking for one that doesn't have the aluminum, which has been linked to Alzheimer's disease, that doesn't have the xenoestrogens, which has been linked to all these things I've been talking about, including cancer, this stuff is the stuff. Absolutely love it. Okay, now I uh, am going to move on to the next one. Laundry detergent. Laundry detergent. Man, it's some of the worst stuff out there. It's th- Is that surprising to you? I don't know if it is or it isn't, but it's a big deal, like a really big deal. There are seven major categories of toxic chemicals found in most laundry detergents, dryer sheets, fabric softeners. Fragrance being one of the biggest ones. And I'm going to jump off a little bit onto a little bit of tangent here with fragrance. Fragrances are poison, man. They're terrible. Use essential oils instead of fake fragrances. Please don't buy a Glade plug-in. Please don't buy those junky scented candles. Please don't get into that stuff. That stuff is it's just VOCs, volatile organic compounds that create all kinds of issues, including different types of estrogen dominance like we talked about. Okay, so fragrances are huge and they're a big deal in fat in uh, fabric softeners and in detergents and so on. But aside from fragrances, because you can get the ones that are like free and clear. They don't have any fragrance. They don't have any colors. Okay, that's great. But the cleaning agents have something in it called Quantarinium 15, which releases formaldehyde, which is a known carcinogen, or non-phenol ethyl oxalate, uh, which uh, is toxic to the nerves, irritating to the skin, and has a potential hormone disrupting uh, properties, and also is toxic to aquatic life. Remember those male frogs that are now women? Uh, stabilizers. Bleach has a, a lot of issues with it because of the chlorine. Dioc- 1,4-dioxane is a big one. Uh, in fact, 89 parts per million uh, in tide free and gentle, which is supposed to be, you know, the better tide versus only 63 parts per million in the regular tide. So the regular tide is actually not as dirty in terms of this particular ingredient. And uh, this is a big, big deal now tied because of a big uh, push from a, a, uh, a group called the Women's Voices for the Earth. It's now down to just 25 parts per million. So they brought it down. But dioxane is a known carcinogen as well. Brighteners. These brighteners actually absorb UV light. And help clothes to appear brighter than they actually are. Did you know that? I didn't know that until I was reading about it. Isn't that crazy? But that has some issues with it as well. And and phosphates and EDTA create issues, including some uh, estrogen, um, uh, xenoestrogens and so on. So these detergents are terrible and they have a lot of issues with them. But guess what? Uh, according to Environmental Working Group, there's one called Molly Suds. It's what I use at home myself. 
They even have an OxyClean alternative. And I'm holding a bag of it right here. It is a one. It is clean, clean, clean. And it works really, really well. It's simple stuff, stuff that belongs here on the earth and that doesn't disrupt and turn frogs, male frogs into women and doesn't uh, do the same to male humans. So uh, consider that one. Those are a couple of pretty simple changes because that's a great laundry detergent. And those are great deodorants. They really, really work well. Absolutely awesome stuff. Uh, another thing, avoiding plastics, particularly certain types of plastics. And right now at Vitality, I finally have got a really good stock of these so I can tell you about it. I've got the coolest double-walled stainless steel water bottles made by the Think Sport, the same people that make that deodorant. These are awesome. They come in a variety of different colors. They'll keep your hot beverage hot for four plus hours and that's legit we've actually tested these out and you're cold for 18 plus hours and they don't sweat which is awesome so they're not wet on the outside when you've got a cold you know you got ice in there or whatever coming about four different sizes these are great we even have a little thermoses for your hot soup stainless is great it's a great option what i love about these is they start at like 18 bucks um, a lot of the double walled stainless stuff that you find at like uh, sportsman's or even walmart places like that in the nice double walled uh stainless that is completely insulated will run you 20 30 percent more than what we actually have at vitality now the think sport brand is great they're attractive and they work i absolutely love these bottles we also have if you do prefer plastic because of the weight or whatever else or you like the idea of the blender bottle the blender bottle company themselves make a plastic one that's made out of what they call a triton which is a non-leaching plastic so if you're going to drink out of plastic it's the one to drink out of they're less expensive than stainless about half the price they aren't um they aren't uh, insulated, but uh, they have the little blender ball in them so you can mix them up with your protein shakes. They're normally 14 bucks, and we've got them on for 10 bucks because we bought a whole bunch of them and they come in a bunch of different colors. These are all great Christmas items uh, for people that you care about. And of course, if you want to buy something for you, you certainly can as well. Um, let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit one more thing. I talked about essential oils. We have a brand of essential oils that's 100% organic that I'm actually two, but there's one that in particular that I've got this great opportunity for you. And this is only for Vitality Radio listeners. It's a newer brand. We just brought it in. We want feedback on it. If you're using essential oils or if you're not and you wanted to try some, this is a great opportunity. Buy one, get one free. Mix and match whatever you want. You want to try lavender oil for the first time or peppermint oil or tea tree oil or whatever. We've got them all. Buy one, get one free. Only for Vitality Radio listeners, but there's a caveat. I want to hear your feedback. I want you to let me know how you like this stuff because we're looking for feedback on it and we're really excited about the brand. Uh, so please let us know. So to wrap it up, we talked about this xenoestrogen thing. I could go for an easily another two hours on this, but I won't. Xenoestrogens, they are bad news. They are ubiquitous in our environment. Remember, 93% of breast milk contains it. Tri triclosan now. It's horrible. So even our infants are getting this stuff because mom's milk has it. So even when they're getting the best food imaginable, it's toxic because our environment is so toxic now so we need to get this stuff out of our systems my favorite way to do that estrosense and androsense androsense for men estrosense for women if you mention vitality radio when you come to vitality 20 percent off on those if you want to do some other simple things get out of that tide and gain and all that 
garbage. And yeah, I said garbage because it is. And get into Molly's suds. The stuff is awesome. It's really economical. It's cheaper than Tide, I think. It's, it's great. And it works. I really, really like it. And uh, you clean with e-cloth. If you don't know about e-cloth, but you, maybe you've heard of Norwex, you got to check out e-cloth. It's like half the price. And their stuff is great. And like I said, stainless steel instead of glass or instead of plastic or glass works great as well for drinking all that stuff. So there you go. I wish I could go longer, but I'm way up against time here. I just want to thank you again for listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair. This is Vitality Radio. Thank you so much for listening to me. If you have questions, you can hit us up at Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful. 107 South, 500 West is the address. You can call us at 801-292-6662. And with that, I bid you adieu. Thank you so much for listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio Podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.